0: I have to keep one hand on our dog, pet her so she doesn't feel like she's not loved or something. What a needy, needy dog.
1: She just wants to be part of the podcast. I know. Every now and then she'll get her
0: know, in there. Probably, <laughs> knowing her. Uh, so I just, I I want to give my good friend Jay a shout out because you uh, know she's been on this podcast and she's posted this thing on her Instagram and I thought, what a cool question. And her question was, "Do you have any good days you revisit in your mind?"
1: Are you asking me that question?
0: I'm just staring deeply into your eyes while I, I think like of. It. <laughs> Do you have any good days you revisit
1: in your mind? Yeah, I think so. Sounds a little bit sad because I think ever since being an adult,
0: there are those- no good days to revisit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's not true, but like. I don't want to say there's less and less because that sounds really bad. But like the memories I go back to are like childhood where there's like a real sense of like innocence and the world feels like it's just doing well and is magical (laughs) and wonderful. It's called being naive. Sure. Uneducated about the world. Yeah. Ignorant. Well, you're like five. So no
0: taxes. (laughs) Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, someone just takes care of you, cuddles you, reads to you, feeds Things, you. Yeah,
0: everything's free. It's dope. Yeah. No, I think it, I, I feel like a lot of people revisit their childhood memories because it's like pure happiness, right? I think uh, as you get older, you complicate the word happiness. So it's really hard to be like, I'm truly happy because mm-hmm. you're always like, I'm happy in this moment. But there's this other thing that's really worrying me. So it's never perfect. And I feel like a lot of people think that happiness equals perfection. Or perfection equals happiness. And it's hard to find those moments. You're looking at me
1: weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm weirding you out with my face? I
0: don't know. You're like looking at me like, what? I
1: don't know. I like these moments with you. Oh, that's sweet. Oh my God. Barf. (laughs) You're the one that said it. I know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I just mean like, I think it's nice that you and I get to just, like, sit down and chat. Like, it reminds me of, um, you know, being in bed at night or in the morning. Nice. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I didn't know how to say it any other way. But, like, just having, like, real in-the-moment chats. And, um, I don't know, nice to be here. And then Asher's joining us and being, like, the cutest dog that ever lived. So shut up.
0: I know she's being so stupid cute right now.
1: Um, but my, I tend to go back to summertime and and childhood and summertime. Um, but it's really interesting too, though, because as you get older and time passes, how reliable are the memories that you have? And oh, then yeah. you remembering them every time you remember them. Are you changing? the memory slightly.
0: Right? Like, I think this past week, we were staying up a little later than usual. When I say a little later, it's probably like midnight. We're just chatting in bed. And I said, I remember as a kid, my mom making me noodles, like Mr. Noodle stuff, right? And I said to you, she'd put lettuce and peas in it. And you're like, are you sure it's lettuce? (laughs) And I said, no. Like, I remember my mom putting... Like distinctly, that was like that was her thing, and I thought it was like the best lunch ever. Like she would put veggies in it, right? And
1: well, and I I just want to say I think the reason I asked for clarification is because I thought you said corn, lettuce, peas, peas, carrots, and, and I and carrots, and I just think back to those Mister Noodle cups, and it was green onion flakes, right? And so I wondered if like as a kid, are you thinking it's lettuce, but it's actually green onion flakes and there's corn pieces carrot pieces and peas that are in that little vegetable packet that you pour in
0: no, well when you said that I started second guessing that memory like in my mind it's so clear and pure that I'm like no 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 I remember like whole like not whole carrots but like cubed carrots which now I'm thinking are cubed a little sus. That doesn't seem natural, right? <laughs> so you you got me thinking how 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 like accurate my memory was. But um, I think I my memory that I revisit is um, my dad got me a tamagotchi.
1: Oh my god, that's so specific.
0: I got so psyched. Yeah, that's like. When
1: do you revisit that?
0: Uh, honestly, I revisit it sometimes when I'm like. Thinking about, um, like, my childhood in the Philippines. You know, not there are a lot of unpleasant memories, obviously. But, like, I think about, you know... I don't know. That day is just so different. Because I remember my dad coming home being like, got you this gift. It was a Tamagotchi. And I was super psyched because I've wanted one forever. And it's that moment where, like, you don't remember if you've ever asked for it as a kid. And it feels like you just thought about it as a kid and then your parents somehow magically got it for you without you begging and crying and like whatever like you did for that bike (laughs) like i did for my bike (laughs) but yeah he got me a tamagotchi i was so psyched about that here comes like asher like smacking her lips together by the mic
1: it's so cute though yeah um
0: what what about you like what's your fondest like childhood memory
1: I don't know if there's like a fondest one. I think my mind just goes over memories where I feel like I had the same feeling of like happiness and like contentness. And it's usually like I'm younger, like I'm, I don't know, I feel like it's any anywhere from like one to 18, maybe even less, like one to 16 and it's just summertime and it's warm mm-hmm. and you feel like a good tired, um, but it's weird, like specific memories. As of late, I feel like I'm going back to high school a little bit. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I think it's cause I'm missing like the social interaction and high school for me was like, you know, you have a bunch of friends all in one place, um, Or the other memories I have are like late summer nights when you're out with your friends outside. Um, So I wouldn't say it's like a very, like it's interesting. Yours is very specific. I don't know if mine is very specific.
0: Yeah, I feel like if I were to like pick a a fond memory I have as a teenager, it's definitely like, um, (laughs) sorry, our dog's being super cute and distracting. So cute. Um, I think it would be, you're right, like, summertime, because somehow it's really hard to think of, like, happy memories when you're in, like, class, right? So, staying out late, drinking cheap vodka and stuff at, like, a school playground or whatever. Um, I remember one, uh, we had a bonfire in this ravine. Oh, I said that weird. Ravine. Re- ravine is another one. <laughs> like, Adam Levine. Um, in this ravine and we were talking about this last like a couple of days ago because we were walking by that ravine where we had um, that bonfire and I was like yeah you you stay away from there because it's so spooky and we go down there um, without a flashlight because we don't want to get caught by anybody that lived around the area it was so dangerous because like you could take one bad step and like literally fall down like this super or
1: impale, yourself. or impale
0: yourself whatever and then we'd have like this bonfire in the middle of the forest which is such a friggin fire hazard and it was dope it was just so cool until you know firefighters would show up and <laughs> put out our bonfire because we they get calls from like the smoke they see in the forest but
1: yeah we did that too my grade for a while mm-hmm. we had a few bonfires um mm-hmm. Near Lake City Way. (laughs) And it's like we all knew that it was going to get like Mm -hmm. shut down. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because like we knew of like escape routes. Mm -hmm. So everyone was just kind of (laughs) scatter. Yeah. But like it, it was a good feeling of like, I don't know, just having fun. Yeah. Being with a bunch of friends, it being summertime.
0: I should also probably give a shout out to the day that I proposed to you. Also a great day that I revisit in my mind. I uh, I also revisit uh, the night that I, meet, that I met you a lot mm. because it's just such a funny night, like such a funny night. And, you know, I think we've talked about this in our podcast, uh, one of our podcast episodes where we talked about uh, how we met. So I revisit that because I'm like one small decision to the left or to the right and we would have just completely missed each other. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, and I'm thinking of all the times that we might have run into each other, too, because we lived, mm-hmm. I don't want to say close, but we were talking about how you play basketball and I played basketball mm-hmm. in grade six and seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And like at that time, you would go out to different schools and compete against them. And I just wonder if like we had done that and just didn't know. Yeah. Because that would be funny and cool or like both being at Loheed Mall at the same time and, like, walking past each other.
0: I remember seeing someone post, it was, like, a photo from, like, probably the 70s or whatever, or the 80s, and it was, like, a photo, there's two photos, one from the husband and one from the wife, and they were in each other's photos in the background.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm like, what are the chances? That's so crazy. would
1: be so cool.
0: Yeah, but anyways, great question posed by Jay. I thought that was a... Uh, Jay! is that your shout out yeah <laughs> that's hilarious thank you yeah <laughs> you think I, I'm every time i say shout out to whatever you're just gonna have to do that now mm-hmm. and now i'm gonna think of other people to shout out to so okay it forces you to do that cool shout out to my mom mom <laughs>
1: <laughs> um thanks for loving me I'm thinking I'm hilarious The most hilarious person that I've ever lived You're right
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) We were uh, Driving the other day And
1: Making our way downtown Walking back
0: That literally isn't isn't, That's not even part of any (laughs) of the lyrics
1: Yeah but you know we had the top down and Our hair was out
0: (laughs) If we had the top down in our Civic I think there's something wrong in our Civic (laughs) Like you
1: just sawed it off. What civic?
0: That's right. <laughs> we don't have one. Um, <laughs> uh, Sorry, we were we were in a car, mm-hmm. and you you were you were wondering why I was kind of daydreaming, and I, I don't know, I was just somewhere else, and I said that. I don't know I don't really want to get into it because it's kind of existential and you said no no no, like tell me what's up and then I said um what did I
1: say you're like I don't know just thinking about how like nothing matters (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: right and it's so dark to say that and that's not really what I meant to say what I meant to say was that sometimes I like look at the things that we stress about, the thing the life that we are living and like the materials that we need. I'm gonna sound crazy. And like the things that we yearn for, all those things essentially don't really matter outside of the reality that we're living in, because you know, all that stuff kind of one, when we die doesn't matter, or two, if we ever leave planet Earth, you know, also doesn't matter.
1: Is that what you were thinking of? Like, what prompted you to think that nothing matters?
0: I don't know. I was just kind of looking at. There are a lot of thought processes that kind of lead me there. One is I look at our environment. Oh, it's going to sound so fucking crazy. So I look at, like, let's say our trees and I look at, you know, the sky and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's crazy to think that out of all the things that or places that we could have been born in this is the place that I was born in right and you can people kind of talk about that in a sense of like if you were born in like the U.S. or like Canada North America whatever Europe not a poor country you already won the lottery right because all white people (laughs) yeah because like most people I shouldn't say most there are a lot of people out there that are living in, in like underdeveloped countries and and in poverty and stuff like that so the life that we're living we won the lottery and when you and I drove through like the super rich neighborhood like I don't know it's about an hour away from us we're just driving through and we're looking at the houses and I'm like if we win the lottery what did they win right yeah and so when I think about that stuff I'm like if we live on this planet and you know I'm living in this era what lottery did I win I know that sounds kind of weird, but it makes me wonder, like, one, it doesn't make me want to just be like, fuck it, I don't want to do anything, right? It actually makes me feel more grateful about the things that are happening around me. I'm sure it could lead me down a hole where I'm like, ugh, I just want to lay down and do whatever because it doesn't really matter, right? But it actually makes me think, like, my problems are so small and everything's kind of great, Right? Um, but then you kind of in that conversation that we had, you kind of went, "Yeah, I think about that too." But I think about that stuff with death, and then I'm like, "Yeah, you keep yourself up at night mm-hmm. because you're 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 a little bit, you know, scared of death. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a freak. <laughs> you're a little bit weird."
1: Well, I I would say that I'm I don't know if I'm paranoid, but I'm overly nervous cautious about freak accidents and stuff like that um and I think it's just because like in a weird way I'm so grateful for what I have and for you and my life that I am scared that it's fleeting or gonna be taken away um and in that same like thought of because I get there too that like nothing really matters, you know, like you put so much pressure on what you do for a living or, you know, what you're going to cook for dinner. But in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't matter, you know, Um, but then my mind can keep going and like I flash forward about, you know, what is going to be important in years to come. You're looking at me like I'm making you fall asleep. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: listening intently.
1: <laughs> your, your blinking's getting slower. And I'm like, uh-oh,
0: maybe better I have, pick up the pace. Maybe here. I have permanent sleepy face. I don't know.
1: No, but um, my mind then, like, nothing really matters. You matter to me, but, like, what you and I do in our life, how will that impact the rest of the world? And I'm sure there's some people out there that'd be like, everything you do matters. Everything that every person does matters. But like, I'm thinking like bigger than that, <laughs> bigger than that, we don't really matter. <laughs> um, no, but then I, it leads me to death. Cause I'm like, so grateful to have you in my life and I love you so much. And I'm like, jumps to the day where I'm dying and I'm on my deathbed and I just imagine okay so all of a sudden you know last thing I see is your old face and then in my mind everything goes dark and like my idea is that you do you like I struggle between do you lose your consciousness Or does it stay with you, right? Because the idea that you energy has to go somewhere. And so does it go into another human? Or do you go into a different universe? Where humans aren't even a thing? Or do you lose your consciousness and then you lose everything? Like... The idea of everything, who you are, who Audrey is, like, you have no more memories. Everything goes black. But why would that be scary? Because
0: then you don't have to deal with missing anyone. Because, like, you're just, you know, that's the whole idea of, like, uh, reincarnation, right? Like, you just... uh,
1: Right, but where does your, the memory of your awesome life and love go?
0: Maybe that's why... It's so important to be mindful because you only have those while you're in it.
1: I know, but I want it forever. <laughs> you can't, right? Well, we don't know. Maybe there right, is a right. place and we keep it all. And it's like, because then there's that other idea, right? In reincarnation, where your energy does go somewhere else, but mm-hmm. like you can't remember your previous life. Yeah. But there's so many, um, Theories out there about previous lives and like, you know, the idea that you're still here and you're getting to live another life because you have to learn the lessons that you didn't in your previous one. Yeah. But I think I really don't like that idea because it, it's, although you will not exist, like I feel like you, you're losing a blip in time. You don't know where you're going to end up or if you're even going to end up, but like, it's, it's just like, it's nothingness. It's like the existence of anything doesn't exist anymore.
0: The concept of nothingness is, is a living concept. Like that's a concept of the living. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds like weird because I don't, obviously, obviously I don't know what being dead is like or what, fuck, like, I hope I don't know. Right. But like the concept of nothing is something that you think of as a living person. As a dead person, you may not even have a concept of nothingness, right? And
1: Right, and so my other thing is the minute you die, you immediately are now all of a sudden a baby coming out of a va- of A, vag.
0: a vag. <laughs> Um Well, let's look at it this way. Or well, you, you had dumb no, beetle. <laughs> you have no memory of, let's say, if this, is, if this is the concept we're going with, you have no memory of your past life. I have no memory of my past life. What if our past lives were, like, lit as fuck, you know? Like, what if it was just amazeballs balls or just super terrible you know we have no memory of those things but we're still happy living in this life i think if reincarnation is w- what happens you there's no way for you to be happy remembering a life that you no longer have and that's why you're not supposed to remember it because you're just supposed to live your new life and find happiness in that life
1: right but what's to say that your energy then still remains on earth and you become another human right or another living thing like what if like that's what i mean it's like what if you just dissipate where like what timeline do you go to is there even a timeline Mm -hmm. like where are you well there's a concept that like
0: When you die, I I can't remember where I read this from, and it's a little bit radical, but when you die, and if you do get reincarnated, you can get reincarnated in the past, like I put in quotation marks, like, with that word, because, again, there's no concept of time. Time is a living concept, right? So when you die, you could be in the present, which is actually our past today, so you could be reincarnated in, like, the 1300s or, like, Mm -hmm. 1800s or could be a fucking, I don't know. Crocodile, like in wild dinosaurs, still roaming the earth, you don't know because time is a living concept.
1: Right. But in my mind, I'm like, what's to say that you're even something that we now can comprehend? Right.
0: And I think that's why I'm like,
1: uh, you know, if
0: there are other realities out there that my human brain couldn't possibly wrap itself around. I'm okay with that because it makes me it I feel like it tethers me to to this reality Mm -hmm. to this reality where the thought started nothing matters to it may not matter but it matters to me because I'm living in it
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right so I understand the rabbit hole you go down when you think about death and how scary it is to live a life that ultimately you is, is fleeting you you don't have I don't know I'm tearing out this is really weird like it's it's fleeting it's it's something that it's i don't know nothing's permanent but i th- think it's important to use that as a tether to just appreciating what what today is
1: i know but then i keep going past that and i'm like i don't want to imagine or live or exist in a in a place where i don't have you oh so sweet no but like It's just weird. It's kind of like you're you're going back in time to before I even met you and I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. I don't envy that.
0: But you don't when you didn't know me.
1: I you know, but this yeah. is what I. This is what we're saying is we know this is what we have, yeah. and and death doesn't guarantee that mm-hmm. we have this anymore. Right. We have any of it.
0: Or the possibility is we keep getting reincarnated, but in like in the same like time and like we keep meeting each other exactly like as cockroaches as crocodiles Mm -hmm. as ants
1: so what are we supposed to do in this life to get even greater become gods that's weird (laughs) (laughs) okay so in our next life we're just gonna be richer and smarter yeah i'd like to be like a few inches taller
0: Mm. that would be great And you know, or
1: what if we like swapped roles in the last?
0: Oh, like Freaky Friday, like,
1: (laughs) yeah, like you're my mom. No, (laughs) no, like I'm you, you're me. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. It's we could literally sit here and talk about all the possibilities of like the different realities or like iterations of ourselves that might exist beyond or before us, like, it's just endless. Yeah, And it's the unknown that really freaks me out. But at the same time, like I said, it really just tethers me to say, like, since you don't know, uh, you shouldn't really be spending your time trying to figure it out. Because what you do know makes you happy. And what you do know is now. Yeah. Right?
1: Just stay safe. Don't die, okay?
0: I know. This is where you're going again. You think that something bad's going to happen to me.
1: Well, it's it's like you're saying, though, that. Everything is temporary. I'm not... I don't want... I I don't want it! (laughs) (laughs) I
0: don't want it to be! But it's like, you know, that last bite of something. You're like, oh, I'm really sad, but it's like delicious. That last bite's amazing, you know? The last
1: Oreo. Yeah, but you're my last bite. But you're lasting a long, long time.
0: Yeah, you're like nibbling at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But no, I think it's, you know, it's a valid fear to have. I totally get that.
1: It can actually like, yeah, it just it gets really freaky for me because I can get in that mindset where I, it feels like
0: nothingness. I think that's why I was tearing up earlier because I was just like, well, it is it is a sad thing to 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 think about. But if I spent all my days, all my hours and like the years to come just being like, I don't want you to die. It's like, I'm not really living now because I'm living for the time that you're about to die. Right? I'd rather Mm -hmm. just spend today doing whatever and not having to think about, you know, you dying.
1: But, yeah. And I think it's human nature that your brain or whatever won't let you sit in that. Because, like, in five days from now, you know, we might not think the same way. We're distracted by living. Exactly.
0: There's just, I don't know, there's a lot of distractions out there. And I think it's... It's just so funny.
1: But it also makes me think, like, do whatever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: Immediately, my my head's like, yeah, except you need to be able to, like, live and have shelter and food and money so you can have all those things. So not really, Lisa. God.
0: It's just, yeah, like, unfortunately, that's the reality we live in, right? It's just, it's a funny one. Because I feel like sometimes if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it's like, so i don't know
1: we're so irrelevant and no, not rude.
0: not necessarily like to that
1: no but extent. to the earth as a whole
0: yeah exactly
1: like yeah you and i because we're in this room but
0: i feel like we should have smoked a blunt or something before
1: mm, we did this podcast no. like a lot. well maybe <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm crazy
1: yeah yeah, I think we would have been a bit more lighthearted about <laughs> I don't <know>. death, but
0: <laughs> I know I don't know.
1: But your comments, it made me think of a Black Mirror episode that yeah. I thought was really cute. Which one? It was the dating app one. Do you remember? Oh,
0: the one where spoiler alert, where um, you think they're living a reality, but it's actually a simulation.
1: yeah Yeah. and and the idea is that they escape this world together and the combat compatibility how they rate you is Mm -hmm. how many times these simulated versions of yourself end up falling in love and trying to escape that reality together yeah Yeah, exactly and it was like it's so cute and i'd like to think that that's you and me but who knows
0: yeah i mean it's
1: i'm sure everybody thinks that about them and their partner but
0: no we're obviously the best
1: duh (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that episode. It was super trippy. Mm Because I didn't want to
0: watch Black Mirror for like a little while. Mm Because it was just, you need to be in a mood. You need to be okay questioning your existence and Mm -hmm. your everything. And you're like, no, 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 this one's really cute. And I'm like, oh, damn it, it was cute. (laughs) That one in uh, San Junipero, that one's cute too. Yeah, you really like that one. That one's really sad, but it's adorable. Is it just because they're gay? No, it's not
1: just because they're gay, Lisa.
0: (laughs) It's also because it's like, again, it's that... um, death thing, right? Like that sometimes somehow you find each other. Well, one of them was already I think in a coma or like was in an accident and hadn't left. Yeah, they were they had been in an accident for like ever and they were just on life support and they were able to live their their life on that um uh it's like a online world yeah. whatever, right? And the other person was a senior living like their younger self in Uh, the online life as well. So I thought it was just cute because you have the option of like, do you want to live or download your or upload your consciousness into this server forever until you want to delete yourself or just die in real life and die forever. And I thought, I feel like we're getting close to that technology, you know?
1: But I just think it's interesting too, because I could imagine that at some point you'd be like, I don't want to go back into this reality. Like, I think that's why things are temporary. Because then you would just
0: not appreciate it.
1: Yeah. You wouldn't have the same Yeah. Appreciation and love. You'd be like,
0: fuck it. I don't care. This it I just feel like life suddenly gets super boring when you know that you this can just is do it anything for, and everything forever. This is it forever. Yeah. Right? Um I think knowing that. You might lose it at any second. Mix oh, it
1: Keeps me up at night. <laughs> Jesus. I
0: know. You know what? You should. Uh, you should never go and look on like any part of Reddit that talks about freak accidents or like kidnappings or anything. No, you- I
1: blame my friends. What do you? Bl- they made me watch Final Destination because they love scary movies, and I'm like, I'll be open because i'm gonna be a nice supportive friend of your things that you like when we met you were all about final destination i was like i don't get this girl's
0: fascination with this yeah you were like i love final destination i don't know if you're just flexing or something but you're like i love final destination i'm like yuck i
1: don't remember that
0: yuck i'm like yuck because i like i liked horror movies at that time but final destination is more of like a it's got like I don't, shock value, you I know. Feel like, like
1: you were talking to someone else because I don't think I.
0: I remember nah. you being like because I remember that being a thing that you would say like I like Final Destination, I'm and I was laser, shocked. I'm a
1: liar, oh my god! And
0: I was shocked because I uh, we invited you over for a movie night to watch Sons of the Lambs, and you're like, no, 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 like that's too scary, and I'm like, it's a thriller.
1: <laughs> well, I think with Final Destination, like I don't like. Th- the idea of it like I think I like these like I don't know if they're considered like psychological thrillers in a sense where it's not necessarily like gory and someone's trying to come after you it's like like Shutter Island
0: yeah they're psychological thrillers
1: and I I mean Final Destination had a lot of gore in it yeah I didn't like that not a fan I don't I don't know I apologize because like
0: yeah, how dare you bring that into my life? Well, I'm disgusted with myself to <laughs> no. say that I like
1: Final Destination.
0: Honestly, I feel like that was at that st- We were like 18, 17, whatever. But that's
1: not even a flex. Like, get a life. Get a life. Pass, Lisa. My what would you goodness. go back and tell yourself 10 years ago? Stop saying you like shit when you don't.
0: I think mine would be like, take that tap out toque off. It's really dumb.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were wearing tap out toque and sunglasses inside. In I got the black summer. eye.
0: I, had, I was in a fight, like, a week before we met, and I got a black eye. Yeah. I know. It was, uh, it was a weird summer.
1: No, I asked you that question a few days ago. What would you tell your past self? You are like, probably it'll just all be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think about it now. Like, don't be such a douche.
0: <laughs> Why are you wearing that? <laughs> like, one of my good friends. shouldn't say good friend. She, would, she could really insult herself, My best friend. Said Mm. to me once, like when I still wear that toque, like, why do you keep wearing? Can you please not wear that anymore? Like, she was serious. She was like, "Can you please not wear that anymore?" She was
1: looking out for you, and you didn't listen.
0: Nah, this toque is lit. It was. Uh,
1: And didn't you have like Ed Hardy kind of shirts?
0: I had affliction shirts. Oh God. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking it was. It was a bad time. I wouldn't. Wouldn't revisit.
1: Yeah, I'd be like, "What are you thinking?" Those are myself, being like just kidding is the right choice but also what are you thinking
0: <laughs> yeah i don't revisit those memories um speaking <laughs> of which while we were <laughs> talking about death yeah um i was just thinking like uh this one time and this is going to be like dark but i think this is like a um a tradition in the filipino culture i went to a funeral as a kid and it was my grandma's brother and they had an open casket because they do that a lot like like a wake right and all that i don't know if you've ever been to one it's fucking weird
1: i was there for your grandma's
0: that's right you were there it's i think it's strange like the
1: open casket uh, open
0: casket like it's there for like a few days i think for like a week or something like that i think my grandma's was only for that day and then um And they, they kind of flew her to the Philippines to get buried beside my grandfather. But in the Philippines, uh, they have it for like four to five days, I think. So anyways, I'm at my, at this funeral and kids, like the grandchildren are supposed to go up to the body and like kiss it, like on the forehead, on the cheek, or like um it's called if I translate this word uh Filipino word, it's like bless. So you take their hand and like you kind of like touch it to your forehead mm-hmm. and that's kind of like how you show respect to like your elders. It's like a bless, right? You do
1: that though with living people. What do you mean? Well, like it's not just something that you do at a funeral. You you
0: know like, the, the blessing we were yeah, there. Yeah.
1: I remember your cousin's daughter would do that.
0: Yeah, so you do that like when you see your living older relatives, but like at the funeral they're also doing it to like this, you know, yeah. the deceased and uh, my mom was like don't don't do that because like don't go over there and don't do these things cuz it's going to scar you. Like thankfully that's what my mom, mm. you know, did. But like there were a lot of these kids like lined up to like kiss their their, you know, grandfather goodbye and I was like that's intense.
1: I mean to each their own and like I just, I just think to myself, like, I wouldn't want to see that per se. Like, because you can tell that they're not in their body anymore. And the face I want to recollect is a living one and one that's happy. And I just don't, because it wouldn't look like them, it wouldn't feel like them, I personally don't see a point and for me it it like brings back these thoughts of death and you know not existing elsewhere and I just continually like to think that you know after life is another fun thing to experience not nothingness.
0: Yeah. Yeah it's definitely strange right when you uh when you look at um someone in, in, in a casket 'Cause it literally looks I don't like you came to my grandma's I don't know why I forgot that. You came to my grandma's and you saw her and you kinda like I don't know how you felt, but I was like, that doesn't look like her. No. It looks like um like a mannequin.
1: Well and to me it, it doesn't feel like it does justice to the person and like I don't like to think about her then at that moment mm-hmm. in her casket i like to think of her when we would go and visit her and that's the the person i am sending good vibes to not not the one in a casket
0: yeah and i think one of my aunts kind of said the same thing she's like i don't want to go over there because that's not her you know and when she said that i was like that's pretty interesting right because though i understand emotionally what that means what you just said, too, like, you just not remember her as a living. Someone's being, someone's personality, someone's, like, uh, influence doesn't stay with their body. Because their body's right there, and you're like, that's not them. But physically, it's there. It really is about what's, like, it's going to sound so cheesy, but what's, like, on the inside that you associate with the person. So...
1: It's interesting though, because with that, if you put your brain in somebody else's body, do you think you'd be the same person?
0: Oh my goodness. There's this conversation I had with someone else. That I was like, it's a philosophical question, I think, because they they took philosophy in university and they're like, after I had this class, I like started questioning everything. Yeah, are you are, yeah.
1: Are you your mind or are you your body?
0: Yeah. You're in your mind. There's no way you're your body.
1: Okay. So then if I put your brain yeah. in somebody else's body, would it be you? Uh,
0: yeah, for sure. I think so. You don't think so? I don't know. Because like if if we're going to tie that into what we just said about like seeing someone in a coffin, if you're like, that's not them, then you're looking for the mind. You're not looking for the body.
1: Yeah, but like I just feel like your body connects with your mind.
0: I think your body is just like, uh, it's honestly just a machine and a vessel for you to be able to carry out whatever your mind wants to do.
1: I also don't know the counter argument to that. I don't know. Are we thinking of the same person?
0: Yeah, we are. We are thinking of the same person. And like the other thing too is like, I remember us sitting in in dinner somewhere. I think it was Valentine's Day, like maybe five years ago. Mm -hmm. And you're like, isn't it weird to think that your brain is like in your head and it can't do anything? It's like dark in there and it's like just confined. That tripped me out so much that during dinner, I'm like, be fucking cool. Because (laughs) if you think about it too much, you're going to feel claustrophobic in your own head. And, like, sometimes I think about it and I'm like, stop thinking about it. You're going to claustrophobic in your own head.
1: Well, yeah, because it's weird that however we were designed, your your presence feels like it's right in front of your face. Yeah. But, like, why your eyes look buggy right now? You're like, yeah, because I'm uh-huh. thinking about, thinking like, about how my <laughs> brain. is stuck in my skull. <laughs> it's freaking me out. <laughs> and it can't do anything. It can't do anything. Just floating around. Yeah.
0: But... That's what that's what I mean though. Like, you know, this like my body, this temple (laughs) (laughs) Your body is just doing whatever my noodle's doing, wanting it to do. So my noodle, yeah. So if you wanted to put my noodle in someone else's body, like sounds like I'm putting someone's penis on another body, but like if you put my brain in someone's body, I'll just be controlling that.
1: We should Google the counter argument. To I don't know because you, you experience everything mind. in your body,
0: right? So I guess that's a counter argument. Are you experiencing things in your brain, or are you experiencing things in your body? You experiencing things in your body. So I don't know. I
1: don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm getting all bug eyed on this. Yeah, I'm so glad. Like, I think if I ever took philosophy, I'd just be like, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Well, it's so this, me so out. this
1: person that took yeah. it that we both know. Yeah, I remember they came up to me. At, like one lunch hour where wherever we had like the same block of time um, and she just like the first thing they said was like what is life <laughs> and I'm like okay sit down let's debrief what happened yeah <laughs> and yeah I just remember when they started talking to me about it that, then I was like oh fuck yeah. what is
0: life like I what I know I'm like
1: I don't know we like, get it's- so distracted by whatever society tells us is important
0: yeah exactly and i
1: think thoughts of death and whatever mindfulness feeling grateful is kind of what pulls you out of that and makes you go well that shit's just silly Mm -hmm. you know like who who decided that
0: yeah sidebar speaking of like mind and body whatever and you know We talk about Elon Musk a lot because I love him. Um, The Neuralink that he's developing, um, that he's now put in a monkey, and he's planning to put another monkey so that they could play Pong together. That's the goal. Um, Eventually will be put in humans to hopefully, you know, fix, not fix, but like aid people that are, um, you know, paraplegic or uh, are blind and would like to regain sight um so it's mostly going to be for medical use in the beginning but eventually it's just going to I can see it being used for recreational like sending messages to each other mm-hmm. and I was speaking to somebody about this and if you're sending messages to each other what interface would you see like do you see the your the interface like in front of you in your eyes or like in your eyes So you're just like you use your eyes to like type or whatever or does a message come straight into your brain and if that's the case like
1: Strain to your brain.
0: How do you differentiate your, your thought from like a text message? You know what I mean? Because you have a message co- incoming. Let's say you text me. I have a message incoming to my neural link. I now hear a message in my brain. But since you don't really hear, quote unquote, you don't hear anything in your brain. You're just thinking thoughts. How do you differentiate your thoughts from like someone else's now thought that has entered your brain as a message?
1: Yeah, they would have to like Put something in front of the message that would make you know that that was coming from your Neuralink rather than right. your own thoughts. So strange. But then, what if your own thoughts started doing that? Well,
0: hmm? I know, and this is kind and of the you're whole. Like,
1: what the fuck is real?
0: I know, and that's kind of the hole I went down. I'm sure there's going to be a more like user friendly interface to what's going to happen with Neuralink, but like mm-hmm. imagining it being just being like incoming message, and you're like, did I think about that, or is there an incoming message coming in?
1: Yeah, because it's the same. Or not the same, but like sometimes you think you hear things.
0: Do you hear things? <laughs> this is another conversation need to be need <laughs> to be having. Yeah, I just thought it was like like a weird thought, like a weird uh, like I'd probably get it. I'd probably I'd probably get the chip in my brain just because I'm curious. But,
1: yeah, but is it easily removable? Yeah, apparently. Because I just would hate. The idea that we would just no longer be required to talk.
0: I would just annoy you all the time. I'd send you messages. Oh,
1: good Lord. Yeah. Well, because the rate, like, like, when we were kids, if we wanted to go play with someone, we had to go to their door and invite them to play. And then we now have phones, cell phones, and so we just text them. Never, ever do we think, oh, I want to go hang out with so-and-so. Let's go over to their place and see if they're home and they want to hang. So I just think, like, the past life slowly disappears.
0: I think yes and no. I think there's obviously, like, yeah, we don't call anyone on the landline. You don't knock on someone's door to find out who's home. But you text them, you find out if they're home, and then you still meet up. Even though there's still these methods of, like, meeting up online, for example. Like, my brother, like, uses an Oculus to hang out with his online friends around the world. But he would still hang out with people in real life. You know, if that was the case, that you would just, like, be using, like a virtual reality to meet up with people because it's so much simpler. We'd be doing it everywhere. But especially during this pandemic, I think you and I have put more effort into connecting with people online, but we're still like, it'd be great if we could hang out. You know? So I don't think that that is lost. I think it decreases, but I don't think it's lost.
1: Yeah, maybe. it's a good point.
0: Like, we still want to see people. We still want to hang out. And I still want to go outside and play spike ball. And I still want to go... And do all these things like in the physical world even though that I have like a you know have consoles to go play video games on and potentially play video games with my friends like it's but maybe that's just me maybe there are other people out there that would much rather live on like the virtual platform or like on the o- online world than anywhere else yeah but sure. um and definitely if In the years to come, Neuralink becomes so popular that people are just like texting each other instead of speaking. It doesn't mean that nobody's going to be speaking. There might just be a decrease in people doing that.
1: But I just wonder if like Neuralink works so well that any thought that you might have that requires somebody else's input just won't happen anymore because your Neuralink will be like. You already know conversation doesn't need to happen. Well,
0: it's really crazy because, like, the idea is just like, if you're like, hey, like, what's one cup in ounces? I'm like, it's this. Yeah. And I don't have to be like, let me grab my phone, and type it into Google, and then like press enter. It's just like, yeah, let me just like, oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's X amount.
1: Right. Okay. So, what, then what are you left, what you're left to talk about is like emotions and how you feel. Right. Things that can't be answered by Google
0: yet. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> what am I feeling? <laughs>
0: I know. I should. I wonder what Google says. We have pixels. I should. We should ask. Like, hey, Google, yeah, what it. am I feeling? I don't want to do that right now. I'm scared it might tell me how I'm feeling. Well,
1: I remember. Didn't we get like a Google Home? We
0: did, and freaked me and out. And
1: it freaked you out because we're like, a Google Home. How old am I? And in you, I I'm like, know. we
0: got to disconnect this right now.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we we recently finished Parks and Rec, and um, one of the characters, Ron Swanson. Uh, there's a cold open where he's like, "Why does it know?" this stuff about me because he's he's seeing all these advertisements or whatever his computer is like oh, how is this happening and then the other character april explains to him what cookies are and he's like he just shakes his head and the next the next uh, shot is him taking his computer and dumping it <laughs> into the garbage can <laughs> it's so funny yeah no, i know i um we had to disconnect exit i was like where do we live and of course our computers know that too Why do you think it autofills for us? Yeah. It knows. But somehow hearing it say where we live, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, I'm out.
1: Yeah, which is kind of silly. Yeah. like, And like, I think it was a few months ago where I stopped going on social media as much. Ah, you
0: still go on Instagram. I catch you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As much is what I said, bitch.
0: Yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's like, I did it because of this documentary. Um, but if you think about it, like I Google is on my phone. it's a Google phone. So the problem isn't necessarily with the apps. It's like even bigger than that. It's like get a flip phone. And like if I got rid of Instagram and Facebook, then I should also be getting rid of WhatsApp. And then again, anything that's Google related. and it's like if you don't do that, you're not really fighting the problem so much. you're you're minimizing it. But we've, it doesn't eliminate
0: it. We've just been so, re- become so reliant on the technology that we don't really care what information it gathers from us, which is just well, not that we don't care. We're just like, we're aware, but we're like, but we got to use it. You know, it's yeah. really weird because it's like otherwise before, the fuck were we doing to look up facts? Going to the goddamn library. Encyclopedia. Oh, I, remember
1: I, remember. I remember doing that. I remember doing that too.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, what a we, you can't. Command F and find anything, <laughs>
1: but also how limited.
0: Right, it's just the knowledge that this this group, group of people, people that put into a book it's outdated. Right, by it, the time you're reading it, yeah, it's outdated. Yeah, right. Like if there was an encyclopedia today, it would not explain to me what lit or yeet meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's just weird.
1: Yeah, and I think I lost my thought. <laughs> This is Ask, great. Google. <laughs> Ask Google. What, what was I thinking? Oh,
0: <laughs> so freaky. Anyways, we went through a dark hole. Came out of it.
1: No, it made me feel a little bit sad. Oh,
0: don't. It's great.
1: Don't. Death is great. And
0: that's not what I meant. Like
1: Yeah, I know. It's great that
0: we were able to talk about this and like, you know.
1: Yeah, but I'm still like, it makes me feel grateful for what I have. But I'm like, I just need to glue you to something so that you just stay safe, you know?
0: What if? What if I tell you like a childhood memory that's like a little embarrassing?
1: Do it. Okay. So not even to make me happy, just to make me laugh at you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Aww, don't make me happy. Go tell me. What's okay. up? So I
0: used to like singing a lot as a kid, and I was super tone deaf. And um, my dad would drive to the city, and the city's like four hours away, so it's just four hours of me like singing a lot. Mm-hmm and he had i had like the sailor moon soundtrack that i would listen to all the fucking time And there's one song called rainy day man check it out still lit holds up today um and i would like hit that I would smash that repeat right in our van our little hyundai for like hours and bless my dad he would let me belt that thing out literally for I think half the trip and I think I just remember him just like snapping
1: oh my god. and him
0: like in the middle of me like belting Rainy Day Man, he like <laughs> pushes the CD out and then this is the first time, I didn't know that I was tone deaf yeah. it's the first time that my dad turned around and was like, you're out of key <laughs> you're not in key and then he like puts in Bon Jovi and that was that like, he just destroyed me I just was like, I'm
1: just Aww. not gonna sing anymore
0: I know, but joke's on him. I can sing a bit better now.
1: (laughs) You can sing really well. My dad did the same thing. We were in Europe, and there was a song that me, my sister, and my cousin loved. And same thing, weirdly enough. It was like a four-hour trip to get from wherever to wherever. And I felt like that song was on repeat. And I'm like, how did you guys? I wonder if he like moved all the music to the back. But we were still like singing with it like crazy it's
0: just dads just gotta dads, put up with man. daughters man
1: this episode is dedicated to dads everywhere Just <laughs> Except for, for the reason. ones that neglect their children
0: that's a good way to end it yeah alright <laughs> thanks guys